Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is December 10th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, Lead off segment for this episode is entitled Why Football is the Greatest Game. Mm, Well, you've had to play it on. You know, I played football most of my adolescent life. And um, it's just the camaraderie, you know, building rapport with your fellow teammates, building lifelong relationships, going through adversity, um, winning championships. I mean, just stuff you'll never forget as long as you live and um, making history along the way and um I mean, it was an awesome feeling, and this is high school I'm talking about, and um, just competing, just, you know, just going out there and say, saying, I'm better than you, and I'm going to prove it. Um, um, from a fan perspective, I mean, it's just... You follow your team, you know, you kind of include yourself with the team, you know, you, you, you feel the ups and downs of the, uh, of your team, um, but it's actually more fun playing than being a fan, I will say that, um, You know, when you play and you're you got some athletic ability, you want to go up against the best. And I wasn't some great athlete, but I had decent speed. I could jump a little bit. You know, um, so I always wanted to go up against one of the the best guys in practice. And um, you know, I played for one of the greatest coaches, if not the greatest coach in North Carolina and South Carolina. Slowly becoming, probably is South Carolina too. He's won five championships. So, and I don't want—I don't name drop or nothing like that. Just Google it, man. You'll—you'll—you'll know who it is. Most championships in North Carolina history. Slowly becoming uh, South Carolina. So, in my opinion, the greatest coach in. North Carolina or South Carolina and um, you know just we helped my team got his first championship so we 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 got that on his resume and you know just being on that field that day it was an up and down game a close game 20 to 13 win lot I mean just it was a classic and just to be a part of something something like that you'd never forget it 
And that's why football is great. Besides all the other stuff I said. So, um, Let me know what you think about that segment. Next segment. Who can seize the reins at quarterback? We've been through this. You know, it, to me it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. It's all about the offensive line. And that's, I mean... Like I said, you could you could have Joe Montana, Peyton Manning, you could have anybody back there. If if your offensive line can't block, it's a moot point. And every episode, I'm gonna bring this up, so I'm just gonna drill it home. Hopefully, somebody is listening that has some kind of influence over this team, a coach, anybody. Um, you build your team inside out. Preferably, you want to get the best offensive line possible because I, I think that's the most central key component of a football team is the offensive line. That that group can literally controls the game. I don't think there's I don't think there's a more important position, a group as a group in, in sports. I don't because you can tell me all you want about great quarterbacks. If they don't have time to throw, it's a moot point. Even like somebody like Lamar Jackson or Michael Vick or Steve Young, you know, if they don't have the time to run, it's, it's a moot point. But the first instinct when a quarterback drops back is to pass, not run. So he has to have a little bit of protection, but getting back on topic, I don't know, man. Um, Chubba Purdy, I wish he would have been an early enrollee. I I think he would have made so many great strides. Um, but Jordan Travis, he's got a lot of work to do on his fundamentals. Um, Tate Rotomaker. Great size, great arm. He just needs more reps. I mean, that's really what it is. But I think I could see him as the starter. So I think you got three really good quarterbacks. Um, I don't think anybody has really set themselves apart. But if I'm if the 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 order that I would go in, going into the off season. Jordan Travis, Chubba Purdy, Tate Rotomaker. But I would let them compete. I would let them compete for the job. If nothing else, just to put pressure on Jordan Travis to to put in the work. So I really don't know who will seize the reins. Um, but like I said, uh, if Jordan Travis can, if his... If he can get his passing ability up to his running ability, you're going to have a special player. Because the athleticism is off the charts. Um, but he's got to work on all his passing fundamentals. If he can get that up to par, man, I think you'll really see a great player, you know, in the, in the, in the coming years. Um, so let me know what you think about that segment. Um, next segment, 
the psyche of his team is fragile and it is so i don't know if the clemson thing or the virginia thing was by design or if it was legit covid cases i really don't care at this point um you know they rescheduled and got duke and wake forest i mean two winnable games so uh yeah But um, I would I would um, we 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 gotta we gotta get in the weight room. We gotta get in the film room, and um, we gotta improve the mental toughness of this team, man. That's really it. No heart. No heart, man. And I, I'm calling them out. No heart. Um, I don't care about who's got the best athletes. I don't care about none of that. Who's got the best coaches? Who's got the most money? When you put on that, that uniform, man, heart should take over. You know. Like my man said, um, it ain't the the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. And I don't see any fight in this team, man. I just don't. And that, that used to be a hallmark of this program. You You just think about the, quote, Bobby Bowden down years. Those teams used to go out and fight, man. And they won ACC championships. And they, you know, this fan base was ready to run Bobby Bowden out of town, man. And eventually did run him out of town. Or, I'm sorry, run him off the team, not out of town. But, um, I think that's something, that's a intangible that you have to bring back to this uh, football team is is just having heart, man. Just going out there saying, no matter what the circumstances are, um, we gonna compete and we gonna make plays. And I don't care what's on the other sideline, we gonna come up and hit like Mack trucks, and and we're gonna just see who wins. You know. One of the greatest Florida State plays I ever seen was when Lamarcus Joyner uh, against Idaho. He ran a guy down. He missed him like two times, but eventually made the tackle all in effort and heart. And those are the type of players I want. So, um, let me know what you think about that segment. Is six and six too high of a goal for 2021? Six and six, bowl eligibility. Is that asking for too much? No. I, I legit think they can win six games. But the mindset 
like I said in the previous segment, the mindset is what I look at. You know, as a fan, you have to accept winning and losing, but it's all about the effort, the product that is out there. And just these guys just fold up. You know, they just fold up when times get tough. They don't fight. So that's what I would like to see from this team going forward. Just fight every second, every minute of the game. Um, but I think six and six is the 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 bare minimum we should be going for right now. That should be the goal. You know, just realistic goals. You're not gonna sit here and say college football playoff next year. That's not gonna happen. But six and six should be doable. So we'll see. Um. Last segment for this episode. Florida State is a no-star program. So if Clemson is the standard, I would rate them a five-star program. Alabama, five stars. Ohio State, five stars. Notre Dame, five stars. Okay, LSU. Uh, They've taken a step back. I would give them four. Um. We have no stars. We suck. So, can we flip it and get back to being a five-star program? Of course. But we I've said it a million times what they need to do. I'm not going to rehash that. But, again, those things need to be done for this program to ultimately be what we all want it to be. And it's just seem, it just seems like there's a reluctance. You're not going to bring this program back with $20 booster pledges. There's, there's millionaires in this fan base. Okay. And um, I just, I don't know. You know, they saying that the facility might cost 80 or 100 million. I don't know where they're going to get that money from. The football-only facility, which is supposed to be used as a selling point to get recruits. So, we'll see, man. Um, You know, this thing can go from no stars to five stars in the, in the blink of an eye. Because Jimbo did it. So, it can be done. Can Norvell do it? Yeah. Absolutely. He's a good coach. Um, But if he writes this ship, I mean, he can pretty much write his ticket anywhere he wants. So. Hopefully, I mean, uh, Florida State can get back to where we back to where they were six years ago. That's what I want. Um. So let me know what you think about this episode. Um, thank you for listening. I appreciate your support. The podcast is available on YouTube and all podcast platforms. Please wear a mask. Please social distance. Please be aware of your surroundings. Please do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. Please do your research on vitamins. And as always...
Go Knowles.